The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to help manage and grow your real estate media business. Online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Coming to you from the Upmarket studio in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate, photography, and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media, a real estate media business based in Lake Ventura County, California. It's such a special episode today that Mark and Chelsea aren't here. It's so special that we got another fabulous duo uh, who have come in to do our one of our PMRE episodes because PMRE is coming up. I mean, we are just days away. We're so excited. And, you know, we've been partnering with PMRE. We're excited to be there. This is the last of our special episodes, although we are going to record while we are in Las Vegas. So I'm really looking forward to that. And we'll probably release that right after the conference. Um, but today uh, it, it's a great day because Arturo and Lauren are here. They are Los Angeles based photographers and videographers who have more than 25 years of combined experience covering residential homes, hospitality, and commercial architecture. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> thank you so much for having oh, us. Oh, of course. Nice to be I, here. I, I uh, thank you. I, and we're actually doing this in person. You drove up to Ojai from, uh, from Los Angeles, so I really appreciate that. And what I want to get into kind of immediately is, is uh, Arturo, I don't know how much you're going to talk in this part, but you know, you, you, if you want to chime <laughs> in, you can. But Lauren, we've been friends since uh, PMRE last year, well, exactly. PFRE last year. And what I've really noticed about you um, and what I admire about you is you are, I feel like you're, you're so full of energy, so tenacious. And like you, like you talked a year ago about, oh, maybe I'll hire a, a photographer. And now you have like, I don't know, two or three photographers working for you. You have gone in hyperdrive on scaling your business. And because this podcast is really about how to scale your business, I want to know how's it going and you know what you, what's happening with it. Oh, it's it's going really well. Um, yeah, that's crazy. It was just a, a year ago that there was the speech about, or there were a few people on the panel, and that, mm -hmm. that was the first time it actually clicked to, to me. I think a lot of the people in the Facebook groups are single shooters. So right. after that... It was a really big turning point, and then talking to you as well, really talking to me. Yeah. Oh. Because I, I was oh, looking nice. at your website. I saw all the people on there, and yeah, it was very inspirational to oh. me. Oh, good. Oh, oh, wow. I feel very. Uh, I feel. I feel like you've surpassed us, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. So, what have you? What have you been doing? How many people do you have have working for you now? So I have two photographers, and I'm training the third one, and I have a. I guess admin, but I, it's more of, I think operations coordinator yeah, makes sure. more I, sense. Well, yeah. I think that's, uh, you know, I think th it's all just in the name, right? Every, they all kind of do that. Like Chelsea, I feel like does some of the operations stuff. And I, I, I guess we should probably call her the operations manager. And I think sometimes we do. It also sometimes uh, depends on who we're talking to is what we call her job. And so it d if, if it wants to sound like, like Mark and I are like big shots, oh, our assistant. And then if like we want her to handle more stuff, oh, our operations manager will call you. You know, it's interesting. And I'll 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 tell you now why I think it's different. When I hired an admin, she didn't have client facing skills uh. and she was just doing emails and she could not get on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I think by posting admin it, the people that applied were very different to an operations coordinator. Oh. So my operations coordinator now, she worked at United to mm -hmm. make sure the flights left on time. 
that's so, very big difference in oh, how yeah. you position the job and the well, description. Right. Yeah. Well, and so she knows how to take care of business. Yeah. She yeah. every minute costs ten thousand, and that was her role. I was like, she's the one for my business. <laughs> she can talk to any client and make sure everything. Wow, is you're doing well if every minute costs you ten thousand. <laughs> 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 How much did, did how much did you, did you pay for that person, huh? <laughs> it's just a different role. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, w I and is she working for you full time? Yeah, full time. Oh, nice. And mm -hmm. so she's doing all your scheduling, all your kind of back end stuff, or uh, yeah, and client facing stuff. Every single call, every single inquiry that comes in, she's the mm -hmm. person to take charge. Yeah, and uh, Chelsea will do that for us, and sometimes she'll throw them to me if, like, she feels like, you know, because sometimes the, the, the clients will, you know, they need to talk to the supervisor or the owner, you know, that's the only way they're going to feel important. And so, or it's just a, it, it, you know, she'll, and we have the reputation in, in the company that, that I'm the one the, with the sales chops over anybody else. So we'll, I'll, I'll get, have to get on those sales calls sometimes. I think it's better to, I say that I'm shooting all the time, that I can't mm. access it. I can't respond right. to them. Ah, and it really makes, makes the clients realize that they can't get a hold of me, to be honest. Right. So I'd rather not even them being able to get a hold of me. Right. So uh, the downside of that is if you tell them you're shooting all the time, then they're going to, okay, well, then she'll shoot for me. You know, because you got you, you got to be like busy, like unless you want to be out there shooting all the time. Oh, it's a it's a total lie, but it's a total lie. But I I've structured in a way that I don't shoot a lot, but we can get into oh, it good. later. Well, I want to get into it. Get in. Let's get into <laughs> it right now. And so so because that's I, I think for us been the, one of the the key things about why we wanted to scale and what you know and and what our immediate goals were. And obviously, I've, if you've listened to the podcast, everyone knows that I've you know officially retired from shooting. Uh, but still shoot sometimes. Um, but so it was that as a big priority for you is to not shoot as much? Yeah, for sure. Because then I couldn't focus on the strategy if I was out there shooting that much. Uh -huh. Or the, so I was starting to give the social media to the admin and mm -hmm. it was, I realized that I had to be the one doing it to choose exactly the photos that had to mm -hmm. be there. So there were a lot of things. But to your question, I'm the only one, if they wanted me, they would have to pay for video. So uh, it eliminated at least 70% of the jobs. And uh, I only do clients that are paying. But by the time they add video, these clients are adding Twilight and drone and everything. Sure. So I only do pretty much full packages. Right. And then yeah. are, when you're doing that, are you doing, are you shooting all the content for those? Or do you, do you bring another photographer with you who, you know, oh, you know, Sarah will do the, the aerials and I'll do, I'll focus on the video. I or do the full thing. You do the full thing. Yeah. I pretty much are, I'm there a, a lot of, Many hours. Yeah. yeah. You, you also have another team member that does design. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, Yvonne, our graphic designer, helps us with the social media. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We got to do that. We're, we got to figure out our social media. You know, I think that's going to be a really good topic for a segment we call the social media sidebar, which will come up later. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll definitely get more into this because I, th I, in my opinion, like you're Lauren, you're like a social media savant. So I, I do want to pick your brain about that. So, um, we'll, we'll, but we'll save that for the social media sidebar. Um, so, but what's been the biggest struggle a as you're scaling? The biggest struggling is hiring the right people. Oh yeah. I didn't, one of the frog photographers wasn't a good hire. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, she wouldn't take responsibility mm -hmm. and like for example she missed a shot and she just kept making excuses and said it's not m worth my time to go back right. and we were talking about this and we we're yes. like you know what this is an attitude like this can never be fixed right. so right then and there i just 
sorry, this is not working out, which is a shame because she actually did good pictures and she had her own clients right. and it, you know, it took a while to train her. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, th- and that's like our, uh, our business advisor always tells us, uh, it, to hire slow, but fire fast. Exactly. If you get that feeling in your gut, like get rid of them yeah. because it's not going to fix. And we, we did the opposite. So we had to let an employee go in the last year and we did the opposite. We hired quickly and then we fired slow and that didn't work out so hot. So, I mean, it's okay, but yeah, like it just like how many times do they have to mess up? I mean, you want to give people the leeway to mess up. I mean, everyone, I mess up, we all mess up. I mean, that's, that's not it, but it's like, if you, if, but if you have that attitude of like, Oh, I'm going to go fix it. Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Let, how can, how can I help you fix it? you know, then that's someone that you, you know, want to probably continue hiring. But. Exactly. And then the same thing with uh, my first admin. I, I, I thought an admin role was mostly scheduling mm-hmm. and just, mm. deli- we do some deliver, delivering photos and yeah, some editing. Sure. Yeah. And I, it didn't come to my mind in the interview process to, to really, look at her client facing skills and mm-hmm. how to deal with angry customers. So right. every single, right after I fired her, everyone else, I, before I even interviewed them, I gave them a list of questions. Tell me about a situation where you had an angry customer. And then I eliminated uh, half of them from that response to see. Right. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. A lot of them actually, for example, if they uh, like waitresses or people mm-hmm. who worked in bars, they are in high pressure situations right. and ha- deal with these people. So some of their responses were really eye opening and it could be any industry. You, you never know right. like the t- how many different industries could have client facing or she was working more in production or mm-hmm. back behind right. the scenes. So she never had someone like directly shout at her mm-hmm. and she could not pick up the phone call. <laughs> right. So and every call was just going right, straight wait, to me. Why, why do you have so many angry customers? <laughs> it's, it's pretty much once every three months, but they really impact me and I remember right. them very well. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, of course, you know, we've had it yeah. before too, but it's like, you know, uh, we, we try to just like, you know, dial down the temperature and like, and, and yeah, and if we do have someone who's angry, I'll just be like, Chelsea, yeah, just let it go to voicemail. It's fine. You know, that will, because ultimately, uh, I don't know, I feel like I, I'm I'm much more into like, firing our, you know, customers than our employees. Cause I'm like, like, even if we messed up, there's no reason to be angry about it. You don't need to call and berate us. I mean, it's like, well, okay, we'll, we'll fix it or, you know, whatever. And, and it's like the, the, I, I get all like, uh, you know, it gets me up when like, you know, people are mean to my employees. Like, I just like, I can't deal with it. So I like, I have a list of customers that I want to fire, which we haven't quite done yet, but you know, cause it never feels like you, well, we, if we just did 20% more business, we could get rid of these five clients, but you know, can you I ask, do. can yeah. I ask her a question? Of course you can. Yeah, Arturo, you, you want to <laughs> co-host this one? <laughs> <laughs> no, because <laughs> yes, of course. No, but, um, it, it, it was quite uh, astonishing for me when I, when it was quite uh, astonishing for me when I met you that uh, we were talking, and it was so impressive that you you started your business just in 2020 in a super competitive city as LA. So what is the key of success that led you to be where you are now? Because LA is a quite busy and city that has so many clients of course but also so many photographers how, how, how do you did you plan uh, a strategy to stand up before you started or or how, how, what is what is your key differentiator what was your key differentiator from the beginning i good, think good question <laughs> i think it's two things i think 
real estate photography I think I was really lucky where a lot of real estate photography started to go more lifestyle with the lights off, shooting editorial angles, doing a bunch of verticals. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's already hot in LA. I feel like that's coming to our county, even though we're our county is right next to LA County. Like we're starting to see that now in 2022, not you know in 2020. But continue. Exactly, yeah. and I think I'd say there are probably around less than five photographers, five to ten maybe that shoot this style, mm-hmm. and so. And the other thing is, I'd say 80% of our clients are Compass clients and actually says in their photo guidelines to turn off all the lights. Ah. And I think just having, just being able to do lights off and... Right, hashtag lights off gang. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And deliver a bunch of uh, vertical photos as well because I know some photographers charge more for verticals, but then I I incorporated it for the branding. I never heard of that. (laughs) Yeah, because they just see it like outside of the range of square feet or something, so... Yeah. Uh, oh, right, because they're added photos. It's like, added. Yeah. No, because yeah. that's right, because most of the verticals we ever turn in are, you know, secondary bathrooms, because that's the only angle oh, you yeah, can yeah. get. Oh, you know, yeah, so no, yeah. I would do, uh, like, yeah, three yeah. of the living room that's sure. probably yeah, yeah. not necessary, but they would right. love to use on social media. Well, yeah, and I, and I think that's that uh, that's so where the business is going, especially on the higher end. I mean, everyone wants it to look have that editorial look. And, and in fact, we're talking about, uh, for our business in 2023, maybe um, reevaluating and saying, look, like on every shoot, I don't even care how crappy the house is. Let's have a, a couple editorial shots in there mm-hmm. because I think that's that's just kind of uh, oh, it's almost a defensive move because I feel like people are starting to ask for it, and I just don't want to have to have that conversation over and mm-hmm. over again. And and you know, and we want to be also seen as um, the leading edge, right? Like we're coming up with th- these amazing things, and then that you didn't even know you wanted, and now we do it, and you and you want it, so. That's so true because I even notice the realtors that I shoot for, other ones on my feed, they pretty much just, fo- uh, a lot of them post straight on angles, one point perspectives. Right. Just yes. that. Yeah, right. And I've noticed that more and more that they don't want the corner angles. So I'm telling my team like, right. please shoot. Like every room now has to have a straight on. Like they don't even want to see the bed corner angle anymore. So oh, we're. Oh, wow. Yeah. At least one, right? Yeah. Or yeah, they just post that now. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think that, that, that totally makes sense. I mean, that's what, that, that's, that's where my eye naturally goes. And I find that we, if I do shoot a house, I take more of those than, than like my team does. But I think that's a really, really excellent point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the second thing is the social media, which we can get into later. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Are well, you going to spill secrets or are you going to hold back from us? <laughs> I can spill whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it just comes naturally to me. I don't know. I'll say whatever right. comes to my mind. Right. So what do you, so a, as you're, you know, you've just, I, and that is astonishing to me that you just started in 2020. Um, yeah. And like, so what, um, how are you spending your time now? So how, I mean, how much are you, you know, you're shooting less, but how much are you shooting? Are you, how many days a week on average do you think? Three to four. Oh, okay. That's still quite a bit, Yeah, though. quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're all one shoot each. Like one one day, one shoot, yeah. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, th- so you're still, you still don't have enough time probably to do all the back-end stuff uh, on your business that you want to do. Or, or do you, or is this like a sweet spot? Is this, is this kind of what you want to do uh, for shooting or do you want to shoot even less? Yeah. So, I mean, the only way I kind of could shoot less if I have one of the photographers do video but i think it's still some time to get there mm-hmm. um i think the the total time to shoot something is very key right. and that's why i'm trying to get them to do the photos to 
a faster level. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they're gonna be there the whole day, and the realtor right. wouldn't you, be happy. Are you shooting? Are you shooting with lights? I mean, I know you're not shooting with lights on, but are you having off-camera lighting? None. So you just shoot HDR. I mean, D or single exposure? Different you brackets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah layers. Yeah. No, yeah. no, HDR, but different brackets. Yeah. Okay, different brackets, but then you're. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but are you, you're outsourcing editing, or are you doing editing in house? Outsourcing. Okay. I mm. outsource, but I we still have some sort of coloring on it, so our photos look different. And do you put that on? You you get the photos back, and then you kind of add a add yeah. some add some color to it. Mm -hmm. oh. oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you I can I can tell when when I see a photo of you, I can tell. That's a good sign, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. I think, yeah, I, I, in, a, in a market like, I feel like LA is, is a different market than a lot of places. Well, if, if you're in any kind of big metropolitan area, like you're not going to be the only game in town. Like for us, we're kind of, we're not the only game in town, but we are dominant, right? And because um, there's just not that much business to, to have like two or three or four, you know, kind of full service media, uh, you know, real estate media companies. Um, so we don't, I don't think we have to be in a way as distinctive. Um, and especially for us, cause we, we always talk about, we're kind of going after the high middle. We're not going f after like the super high end agent cause we don't want to work up in Montecito on these $18 million giant mansions with these persnickety realtors and homeowners. Um, we're much more about, and you know, in our market, you know, the, the 800, thousand to a million dollar house which is kind of the high middle it's not you know that's just kind of a basic house it's i'm looking for a house and it's hard to find anything under eight hundred thousand. um but when we're doing those houses which tend to be more the ranch style houses or whatever and we're doing that full package and we can just send our people out there and like mark and i don't have to go shoot it but then we're you know billing over a thousand dollars for it and you know th that feels good that's that's where we like to be rather than these showcase luxury properties that it's like oh no well mark or reed have to come and shoot that yeah, yeah. And like no <laughs> yeah, I, I understand exactly. Yeah, yeah. you know, because it's it's all it, for us. It's it's about that that um, you know repeatable you know thing that we can train our people to do. Where in LA, it's just a little harder because there's so many of those kind of high end properties and these special properties that are going to be these modern houses on the hill. Even if they you know they might be 1,200 square feet, but they're built onto the hill and they're in you know the, by a famous architect and you know it's just a different deal than even. I'm up the here. same as you. I have no interest going to those realtors. I've never tried. Right. Yeah, I'd say our range is probably at the five million most, and I'm not trying to get above that. <laughs> right, which for most areas is going to be about as big as it gets. And even yeah. up here, I mean, we have stuff that's more than that up here. But here, the funny thing is, is we had, uh, we just had someone call for us because uh, they're 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 one of the big famous LA agents. Literally one of the TV shows. I don't watch any of those shows. Mm. I don't know, but it was like someone from the team of one of those shows, and they did like. $500 million in business last year or whatever. And they had this giant place that they were listing a couple hours from here, but further north. And so I guess they were, you know, we were the best they could find, you know, even within that range. And they want this. Oh, and, uh, you know, the lighting at sunrise is just majestic, you know, and you're like, okay, you want us to drive, like, uh, you want us to be there at 7 a.m. to a place that's two hours away? And I was like, well, yeah, we, we could do that if you get us a hotel. Oh, no, 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 that's not in the budget. And then you're like, okay, mm -hmm. well, then, you know, we came up with a budget and everything and it was still under what, uh, you, in fact, we were looking at your page and trying to figure out what your prices were mm -hmm. and what we were doing was still decently under what you would have charged in your local market. And then they basically, they just ended up being like, well, yeah, we went a different direction uh, we yeah. clearly because it was too, it was too expensive. And you're just like that, 
sums it up completely. You're like, these guys, they have so much money and then they're going to yeah. cheap out on the ph photography. I mean, it was only going to be like $2,500 or something like that for like a $15 million house. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> LA, you know, LA people. Yeah, one wanted me to uh, scout a place for the lighting. I mean, I would totally oh. do that for architecture, but for real estate. Oh, I was yeah. Like, no, I yeah. get those. You get those. Yeah. Oh, you, do you want to come and check out the house first? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much do you want to pay me to come scout the house and for me to tell you, oh, yeah, this looks you great. You want to invite yeah. me for lunch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't want to go out to lunch with them. No. <laughs> that's like my nightmare. L Lauren will go, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would go, but that's, I would rather just like have a tuna sandwich at home. I, mean, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hang out with I these people. Um, so, all right. Any other, so any other hurdles that you're finding with the scaling? I think sometimes trying to put, trying to make agents go towards the online booking is kind oh. of tricky. Yeah, sure. They kind of want to be handheld, but also, um, I know. Are they still texting you personally? So that's the thing. <laughs> Luckily, my personal number, I was using WhatsApp mostly. Oh, uh -huh. So I just made that the business one. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> and then marrying my operations uh, person right. on my team gets these random messages like, I wanted to get to lunch from clients. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's for you. But yeah, so I, I she, some of my clients think they're still talking to me, but yeah. she's responding. Um, and I have a totally separate number that they don't have access to. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 No, that's key. That's key. That's one of the first things that we did is just got a new new phone number for the business. And yeah, but we still but almost two years later now, Mark and I will still get texts on our personal lines. Oh, yeah. Just being like, uh, yeah. like oh, my God. To that point, though, where um, Mary and I are working on a system of looking into every single email that comes in mm -hmm. and we're sorting it out like emails that we actually have to respond to that they can't do it to themselves and then that's email like bucket a bucket b and c are emails that um they potentially could do themselves and so the who could do themselves the the realtors can reschedule or uh when they ask for availability or different things uh -huh. so we're having we're putting together a list of like 20 templates so we get oh, rid of right. the whole bucket B and C mm -hmm. and only have A that are things that we actually need to help them to do. So we're right. trying to automate the whole process. And I, we're even talking about any other realtors that follow up with something. Um, that means our first response to them wasn't helpful enough for right. them to guide them. Oh. And we're trying to fine tune the whole process. Like I constantly think of Amazon of like, right. you never call Amazon, you know, right, right. you, you, you actually, the, by the point that you talk to someone on customer service of Amazon, it's taking you more time than doing a right. return yourself on a return button. Right. So right. we're like thinking, how do you eliminate someone that they could just do it on their own platform, that it right. becomes a nuisance for them to even to get to us Right. So, so basically, so if someone says, oh, hey, the, the property's not good. You know, they send an email. The property's not going to be ready. Can I reschedule for next Monday? Then it, almost an auto response comes that says, yes, if you go to our online booking exactly. portal, you'll, yeah. Okay. And sometimes, and for that, they only want a response quickly anyway. So they don't, it doesn't even have to be custom, you know? So right. just copy and paste, send it, and they can figure it out themselves. Like, <laughs> I think, I think. Right, you're, you're empowering your agents to, to, to uh, learn things for themselves. And, and a bold strategy. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, the, the thing is, time is of the essence of these people. Yeah, yes, I've noticed. Yeah, so they don't really need to be pampered. That's something that I had to, um, 
when Mary, because she comes from a customer service background, right. her whole thing working at United was pampering these clients. Right. Realtors just want the response, to be honest, and you yes. do good photos. That's all they really want. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. They just want to be heard. And exactly. Then, and, and that's why, you know, we have now, if, if you text us after 7 p.m., it just is an auto text. Hey, we got your text. We'll respond to you first thing in the morning, but, you, you know, we're on it, you know, whatever. And if they just feel heard, then they're not going to, then, okay, okay, I can that I can take that out of my mind and then they'll get back to me first thing in the morning. You should do the same, Laura. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because it really, it cuts down on the, it, it cuts down on those those 10 p.m. texts now too. So, well, yeah. Lauren is so good on creating uh, efficient workflows and it's, she's so organized on the business. Cra yeah, crazy no, organized. Not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm getting that sense. <laughs> so uh, part of my crazy organization is to is to organize the podcast into different segments. So we're now ending this segment and we've been teasing it a bit, I think, but we're going to go ahead and transition into our social media sidebar in just a moment <laughs> where we're, they're going to throw down some knowledge then we're going to come back. Arturo is going to talk way more in the second half. That's I'm, I'm putting my foot down and then we are going to end. I've prepped them. They're, they're coming up with action items right now. And you know, these are two of the most successful uh, real estate photographers out there or video people out there. So we're really going to want to hear their action items and put into, put into practice what they're going to talk about. All right. We will be back in a moment. Oh, Ario, how we love Ario. Look, just to tie it into the theme of this episode, Ario is a big sponsor of PMRE as well. And I'm excited because uh, I know they're having their client appreciation party the night before PM PMRE starts. It's going to be like free food, free drinks. These are two things that I'm a big fan of. I love the free food. I love the free drinks. If you want to get in on that party, well, it's probably too late for this year. But, well, maybe not. If you're attending PMRE, and then you want to get your free account, your your account at Aereo using the code UPMARKET to get 15 free bonus listings. I'll get you personally an invite to that party. I got Brannick on the speed dial. Uh, Brannick, we got a new client. You got a new customer. You got to get them into that party. If you're going to be at PMRE, make sure that you are going to be at that Aereo client appreciation party. Let's do it right now. Shoot me a DM if you're a new signup and we'll get you in. And I'll, I'll even uh, get you an extra free drink. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. much anticipated social media sidebar is here. If you listen to Upmarket Pod, you know that we're Upmarket Pod across all social media. Our website is upmarketpod.com. Please follow us, rate, subscribe, you know, all that stuff. If you want to leave a review, I feel like our reviews have kind of, uh, you know, we're not getting as many. So if anyone wants to, to write a nice review about all your friends at Upmarket Podcast, yeah, we would love that. Um, and also DM us if you have any questions, any comments. Uh, also, if you're going to, you know, DM us on social media. Um, but then also, if you're going to be at PMRE, please, please, please come say hi. Mark, Chelsea, and I will be there. We will have a vendor table. Uh, we're going to be pretty accessible. Um, and we would just love to meet everyone in person. And I know uh, Lauren and Arturo are going to be there. And, and Lauren, Arturo, wh where can we find you on, on social media? 
So we have two main ones. My real estate one is Angle.Studios. And Angle is E-N-G-E-L? Correct. Yeah. E-N-G-E-L dot studios. And our other one is Arturo dot and dot Lauren. Okay. And is that an ampersand or the word and? And. We're writing it out. Arturo and Lauren, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Why do you have two? Two very different businesses and clients. Well, you have two different businesses? The, no, this real estate one. Well, okay, okay, the real estate. Okay, but yeah, then yeah. you have another one. <laughs> real estate one and the architecture and interior photography and video one is another one. Okay, and oh. Arturo, that's more your specialty is the kind of architecture. Yeah, we do interior, interior photography, uh, architecture, uh, hotels, hospitality. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. the same things in video. But we also have another another account that is the Shifter Community, Shifter.com. Shifter? Yeah. Oh. I was so uh, bored. Like, like Tilt Shift. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was so bored at the, at the pandemic and it, it mm-hmm. it's just an idea that came to my mind that is so important for me. Uh, I, I do behind the scenes videos for so many years already. Uh-huh. Behind the scenes of like when, on your, when you're shooting yeah. video for ho- on houses yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, and I thought I, uh, it was a good idea to encourage other photographers to do it. Yeah, and I created the community, community, and people are tagging us uh, on a daily basis. Okay, these days. Yeah. So it's a, it's a community. So is it a is so is Shifter a um like an Instagram account? Yes. Okay, and then but then people use the hashtag Shifter. Yeah, they they mainly tag us on the stories. And okay. We reshare it. We don't do much, but it, we just reshare it. We share like twenty uh, stories a day, and we sometimes we do live interviews with with uh, people in the industry, and we share gear stuff. So or it's kind of a learning news. hub for video in a way, like a, like a peer to peer learning hub mm, for, for architecture, interior uh, photography, and video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all yeah. right. All right. Wow. Okay. That sounds good. I, 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 I should, well, no, I don't need to learn about that stuff. So, <laughs> I, but, <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of our listeners would, will want to learn about that. Um, okay. So I feel like you're, and, and I, I, and, and Lauren and Arturo, today's the first day we've ever met and I don't know as much about your business. Um, so sorry if this feels directed at Lauren, but Lauren, I know you have been able to grow. And like we talked about, Arturo mentioned, you just started in 2020 and you have like kind of a budding empire in Los Angeles, but th- that growth seems like it was fueled in large part by social media. So how did you do it? What, what tips do you have for us? Yeah. Social media has been really key to the branding uh it's i think social media is the first entry a lot of realtors find us before their before our website so so to make the impact Mm -hmm. is super key i'm very selective on the photos that i post i probably only post 10 percent of the houses we shoot so it's like constant you know and also the type of photos there's a certain structure that i do like twilight and then interior of a living room and then Mm -hmm. maybe a dining room and then a daytime exterior and it's just that just that you know every week Mm -hmm. and then we do reels i mean just reels that we shoot for realtors videos and pretty much every single shoot we try to that looks nice to do a few stories so even Mm -hmm. the photographers do a few pannings here and there right and we put the we, we use a separate app to make a really nice title like Hollywood Hills or Santa Monica. Okay, uh-huh. So it looks more editorial and we tag the realtors and a lot of the realtors share it. And also it makes us look very booked. It makes us look that yeah. we're in all these different neighborhoods. Well, uh, but uh, So th- there's the thing is I feel like we do all that stuff too, but your social media is better than ours. 
<laughs> but what, what was the secret sauce? I mean, that that's it because I, I like I, I kind of think that's like like I mean I don't have a special app that we're doing titles, but maybe we should. I get think one it, of those. Com- it comes so natural to us, right? I think right. the I think the different thing is the. I mean the photos. You yeah, shoot with the lights on. That's the that's the thing. I mean, it's, t- it's <laughs> yeah, two yeah, different, sure, sure, it's sure. Two different it. yeah. styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like the lights off lifestyle lifestyle yeah. is way more shareable. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of realtors that hire us, that uh-huh. hire other some photographers, they share all of these photos, and all of them have the lights off. Right. And it's just such a different mm-hmm. style difference. Even even homeowners follow us because they see us as inspiration. Wow. Right. That's quite rare for real estate photographers to be followed by ho- a lot of homeowners reach out to us because, and then mm-hmm. they ask us what realtor to hire, but they wow. find us first. Wow. They see us as like a nearly like a home decor inspiration interior design sure. page. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's the, the difference. Also, other realtors uh, follow yeah, you for other reasons. Right? Yeah. And I think, I mean, probably the same as you that some of our stories get two to 300 views and they feel like they're getting like an inside look into yeah, the industry. Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're trying to do more of that kind not, of stuff. Not all I mean, real estate photographers do that, though. They very some are not active on social media. Yeah, and and I think you know, for us, like I, I, it's just not my forte. It's not something I'm going to do. And then I think Mark's been trying to just do it on the side. And you know, Chelsea is is pretty good at social media and has like a decent audience on her personal account. And and I think we've been like, oh, you know, Chelsea needs to do more. And I think she's like generationally like closer to to your guys's age and probably has a little bit more of a where Mark and I are kind of you know at this point old and so i think they you know she has a little more of a handle on it and so we've been talking about kind of giving more to her but it's also she's got a lot on her plate we you know it's just it's just hard to i think we we really need to hire someone who can do our social media for us but you know don't forget to make it personal yes yeah absolutely that's also the thing right yeah Yeah. and And that's what chelsea's always after us to do is like everyone wants the behind the scenes stuff you got to make it personal you got to do this and it's like Okay. Sometimes uh, people uh, w- uh, try to create it so much, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right. And the most imperfect, the, the better it does sometimes. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. When you're, well, and, you know, and, and, and I, I think that's smart. And I think that's, like, that's kind of the ethos we've had with this podcast is it's, uh, it's warts and all, right? We're not just, like, presenting ourselves as, like, hey, we know everything and we've done, you know, we'll talk about the stuff that hasn't worked. And we, and we just try to be real and human and... Um, you know, that we're, that we're not perfect. And so I, I, and I think that bringing more of that to our social media could be, could be kind of interesting, but then someone has to do it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we're also just trying to hustle and get the damn shoots done. Or our our angle on on social media, uh, especially in Arturo and Lauren is to, you know, personally, I was bored to see other feeds like, so, so like you see a photographer feeds and you don't Mm -hmm. know if it is, if it's a furniture store an architect or a developer, right? Right. And you, we, we want to, inter- to introduce a bit of our personality and our faces. Yeah. And I think that we we have had a few interviews recently. We had an interview recently with a guy that we wanted to hire, and his he his angle was just the opposite, right? He said, "Oh, you should be more like a magazine. You should just mm-hmm. show the homes and stuff." I I personally don't agree because I think that's the key for for people like people. Yeah, and the end of the day, and if if they like us, they're gonna hire us. It's another reason to hire us. So yeah. yeah, no, no, I think so. I think the more we can, you know, it, it, but but I think as you're scaling your business, you're kind of making that you're kind of a having you're looking at things from these kind of opposite things. Where Mark and I are always like, 
I don't like, we want to step back. We don't want to be the faces of the business. And that's the whole point. But at the same time, we need to make it human and, you know, and, and we need to have like the touch point. And, and, you know, so it's like, how much of us do we put out there? And obviously I'm not shooting anymore. So I'm not going to be in any of these things that, 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 uh, that, that are behind the scenes on a shoot. And then I think it's a little unfair for us to put that on our staff to be like, Oh, here's Marco. And, you know, it's like Marco didn't necessarily sign up to star in some social media Mm -hmm. account, you know? So it's like, it's it's hard to know exactly how to do it. I, I kind of I kind of do that though because to your point to scale the business they mm-hmm. want to see the rest of our team. So right. every month we do a photographer showcase, right? And we put their picture and the best that they shot that month in mm-hmm. a little bio that they went to the San Francisco University of right. Photography. And then recently I just did a a team shoot where we had some set questions and they talk about what they love about the work and then people really get to know them. And the right. comments are actually clients saying like, I love working with Sarah, right. you know? And wow. I think that really helps too. And oh, that's nice. Like, yeah. And mm-hmm. exactly like you, I think the photographers on my team aren't camera people and they're, they're not going to, you know, do a, uh, a video of them talking, yeah. but showing their work and just having right. a picture of them. A professionally shot, we got professionally shot photos of every. I mean, I shot yes. it myself, but this is a nice background. <laughs> but you are a professional photographer, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just having that on a monthly basis reminds our team and right. There's well, a, yeah. Well, no, and I, and I actually used your your social media as inspiration. And in fact, for one of my action items uh, a couple months ago, um, we did like, hey, if you are having team members shoot post their stuff on social media and post on that post that they shot it. And yeah. so, cause you're always like shot by Sarah, shot by Sarah. And then we started implementing that because it is, it's making people more comfortable with the idea of like, exactly. Hey, it's not just Mark and I, Oh, and you know, cause we get that question. It's like, well, where's Mark? I, I didn't want Marco. I went, I said Mark, not Marco. Um, and it's like, well, Marco does a great job. And so here's proof. And exactly. so I think that's like, you know, and I did, I went through all of them recently and hashtag each of the photographers. So they each have their own hashtags. So you go on Instagram.com slash tag slash Sarah. Mm-hmm. I can just send that link to a client. They see just the pictures that she yeah. saw on our profile. Oh, may, may, that's may. an action item right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah see right. a bonus. There's yeah. a bonus one from Lauren. You can't use that. Again. <laughs> but the, so maybe some phot- real estate photographers can be afraid of the idea. Maybe, maybe they, Oh, um, uh, the client can hire the photographer directly, blah, blah. Right. But I think if you, uh, learning is creating a great uh, business culture and yeah. and the photographer just shoots, the, the photographer doesn't edit or the, doesn't right. do the yeah, other things. Yeah. So uh, she's not afraid to, to, you know, to share the... the no, the and you, ca- uh, yeah, you can't be afraid. I mean, you ha- if you're going to grow your business, it's like you have to, like, you just, you know, you're going to lose people and maybe they'll peel off and try to take your clients. But what you're trying to do, I think, is create an environment in your business where one, people don't want to do that. And if you compensate them fairly and they feel like they have a path to grow, maybe they won't do that. But then also, yeah, you are, you are hiring people for just certain things in your business. And so if they, and and you are offering such a a package of, of, of stuff, you know, if you're using Aereo and you're doing that, you know, there's all the, all this back end stuff that we just talk about episode after episode. If you're just a photographer, it's hard to replicate that for these clients who have now come to expect that. So I, I feel like the thing that, oh, they're going to steal all my clients. Uh, it's just, it's not really something that's... Also, uh, an, another point of sharing um, in our Arturo Lauren social media, another point of sharing um, our, our thoughts mm-hmm. and, and our behind the scenes is that we have quite a few of 
uh, our, our main following we can say that is photographers and videographers ah yeah. nice that's an, another avenue and we haven't monetized it yet but yeah yeah we're, we're, we're working on it now yeah. all right well let's talk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean our our mission wasn't to monetize it but so many people asked for sure. courses and yeah. stuff yeah well, oh, oh, oh big announcement right there all right yeah. well let's um and the social media sidebar. Thank you. I think that was that was really good. That was interesting. We're going to come back. We're going to do the second half. We're going to kind of touch on what you're going to do at PMRE. We're going to hear a lot more from Arturo. And okay. Lauren Arturo. Let's talk PMRE a little bit because you both are going to be on stage together and you have lucked out in the draw and you're going to go on right after me. So it's going to be really easy. You, you know, whatever you get you to do is going to be, you know, way better than what I do. So <laughs> everyone's going to everyone's going to be amazed because they're, they're the bar will be set low. So what are you talking about at PMRE? Well, I have to say that Lauren wants to go to Vegas because of the food, okay? <laughs> <laughs> at the, the, the South make, Point make Casino <laughs> food. Okay. Yeah, yeah, got exactly. it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, what were we going to talk about? Um, so our title is How to Double Your Business with Video. Double? At, Ooh, le at least, love. at least. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm all ears. Okay, tell. I like don't spoil it because yeah, it, but tell us a little bit about what, like what are the strategies that we can have to double our business, like double our whole business. So what I realized last year, especially I joined the um, ladies' luncheon, was a oh, lot right. of I'd say maybe even what is it, fifty percent of people, fifty to sixty, don't even shoot video at all, ah. and a lot of them see it um, as a so there's there's an element of that it's a barrier that's hard to jump sure, to. Sure, sure, yeah. And trying and no, it was it's, it's a lot of yeah. different processes. It's yeah. And trying to figure out how to break it down to have it more simple, I think, is the key thing. Um, so our talk is going to be based more on um, it's not that hard. These are here are some stepping stones to help you do it uh -huh. uh, to guide guide them a bit more um, right. and in a little bit some parts that are for people who are more intermediate or advanced okay uh, I know yeah and of course sharing numbers and case studies so not only from us but from other people in the industry yeah. okay so but Arturo like and correct me if I'm wrong but I the, the from what I understand you you are kind of one of the pioneers of doing video for real estate like you were doing real estate videos for like 15 years ago almost at this point. Not real estate, but yeah, uh, interior and architecture videos because okay. real estate videos are, uh, they, they start to uh, wait before, before I started. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, but all right. But yeah. because your focus and, and, and just to kind of little bit of backstory on you, Arturo, is that you just recently actually moved to Los Angeles and <laughs> that you were based in Mallorca in Spain yeah. and you had your business there and now you've kind of come to Los Angeles uh, in a partnership personally and professionally with Lauren to, yeah. to live here um, and are kind of starting a kind of newer business together. Um, but so, but back in Mallorca, your focus was more architecture and, and commercial or yeah, right. interiors or hospitality. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I do videos for a while now. I it all started with the DSLR video revolution. Mm -hmm. I I not only saw the need on my clients, but also I I w 
prefer shooting video more than photo. Okay, yeah. sure. And nowadays our business is all the revenues 50-50. Okay. Yeah. But the interesting thing is uh, many clients hire us because we have the we do the both things. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One stop shop. Yeah. And yeah. E- even the other way, like uh, they hire us for video. Oh, you also do photo. And yeah, yeah sure. It's, it's sure. a good thing for us. And so uh, on the on stage, we're going we we're going to talk about about the bi- uh, the business side, but side, but also about really practical things. Um, Lauren. Um, Lauren uh, had a few has a few tricks for specific oh. tricks. Yeah, mm-hmm. for for that. The she doubled her business. Uh, th- also, thanks of right. reels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with reels. Mm-hmm. Oh, with we're gonna reels, talk. Yeah. Oh, let's talk. Th- can we talk reels? We yeah. did talk about reels in the social media sidebar, but I think it's uh, you know, come on, everyone wants to talk about reels. Yeah. So I think reels came out. I started doing reels a little bit more than a year ago, and mm-hmm. I started kind of seeing a as shift for for yourself or a, as an offering in your business. Offering, uh-huh. yeah, and I think a lot of realtors, and I kind of agree, people's attention spans are way shorter that they can't really sit through two yeah, to three minute videos. And oh yeah, we don't do those ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my previous, my I still do two to three minute videos. Oh, you yeah. Do. Um. But realtors were saying that uh, people don't really, yeah, watch through, and also to be honest, every single bedroom looks the same. The only thing that differentiates the house is the living room or yeah. the exterior. Yeah. So oh, well, the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how I came up with reels is, okay, I can do a lower price, but I'm cutting out drone and I'm cutting out all the rooms so I can do it in pretty much less than half the time. Uh I'm happy. They're happy. I don't have to shoot for that long. I don't have to edit such a long video. Right. There's less. And you're shooting it. Are you shooting it? You're shooting it vertically. I'm actually shooting it horizontally, and the main reason is if I one day want to put on YouTube, I still have the flexibility okay. with the clips. All We're right. going to talk yeah. about all the details. At the oh, okay. Oh, the de- okay, <laughs> good, good, yeah. Yeah, well, I... No, because there's so many variables, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's funny. So our main video product is just like, we call it a social media video, and, and it, you know, and th- it's now kind of doesn't make as much sense because now reels are so popular. But, but when we first were pitching it three or four years ago, Oh, this is 30 to 45 seconds. And that's, you can't put anything over a minute on Instagram anyway. Um, even though obviously you can now, but, um, we, uh, but we pitched it as, Hey, we're going to do some drone to the front. You know, maybe one exterior, then we're going to hit those main areas. We're going to hit the living room. We're going to hit the kitchen. We're going to hit the primary bedroom, bath, boom, and we're going to be outside. And it's, you know, it's, and then we do it at at, at a lower price. But, and it's interesting that you say, oh, I don't do drone. For us, I always like doing drone because I always felt like that made it easier because you're not, don't have to get all those exterior shots and you can just send the drone up. The production value on that is super high, right? It's like you can do all these shots that people are just accustomed to seeing in movies. Every, and I've noticed everyone just loves, loves, loves drone. And then you just send it up for a few minutes and you know, you, you get what you need. And, and I've always felt like it actually made our workflows easier. Interesting. Yeah. I pretty much thought, what are the things that, because it sounds, drone sounds kind of like an add-on. So I oh, wanted to uh-huh. make sure that it was right. like, you're getting drone if you, like if they yes, if they did the yeah. reel and they want a drone, I'm like, yeah. I pretty much feel like I'm doing the whole video for them for a lesser price. Well, and I didn't right. want to, I never right. wanted to go to a shoot feeling that they won something that I feel like I still have, mm-hmm. like the price makes sense for my time there. But I agree with you, the exteriors, but it's only one clip. And if I just brought my yes, slider outside, sure. 
that they otherwise they would want neighborhood shots. They yeah. want to want proximity. I don't want to do that no, for real. No, no, totally. And that's why yeah. we, you know, we pitched it, you know, as that 30 to 45 sec- second product. Yeah. And we, and, you know, going from doing the two to three minute videos and just like, no, let's just have the highlights. That's all we need. You just, you know, it doesn't have to be that much. Um, but we don't charge that much. I mean, we charge 400 bucks, which I know for your inflated LA prices is like, <laughs> you, you know, you wouldn't even show up for that, but you know. And the other interesting thing that I've, my realtors liked about reels is that they're able to, uh, it's kind of evergreen. They have it for, they have it for, okay, this house address, what they're selling for. And then they put on their stories from time to time. And that really is interactive, way more interactive than photos on stories. And then when they sell it, another custom title that puts sold for this over this. And I do a few custom titles for them. So is that included in the price or you have separate add-ons for the, what do you, what do you charge to like do put new titles on the video? 50 or so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, really not that much. Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah. With the titles Mm -hmm. and stuff. Oh yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a really smart add on actually is, is, is repurposing that video. You know, uh, technically I guess our terms of service, our license ends when the listing ends, but you know, that's, uh, but, uh, we, you know, obviously uh, we want people to be using their content if they're promoting their businesses, because then those realtors get another listing, we're going to get more money. So I don't want to, you know, infringe on that, on, on them using it. Uh, but yeah, I think, th- th- yeah, man, any way you can make an extra 50 bucks anytime is, yeah. you know, for, for not much work. Yeah, exactly. To, to type in how much it's sold. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we also going to talk, uh, honestly, we're also going to talk o- about not only reels, but different uh, ways of making video for clients that uh-huh. people, yeah, there, uh, this, it's a big list and ways to pitch it to clients. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, d- you're talking about it both from that kind of architectural side and the real estate video side, right? This or would be more for real estate. This is more for real yeah. estate, yeah. right? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which is the conference, right? It's, it's photography exactly. for real estate or yeah. in vid- media. I'm still getting used to the new acronyms. Um, okay, so th- like, do you think that for your businesses that, you know, we talked about, okay, maybe it's 50, 50 or whatever, but is video really though driving your business? I mean, uh, like is, is that what people are kind of coming to you for and then kind of doing the photos as additional stuff or is, are the photos the kind of gateway into doing the video? I think it's seamless because the way I shoot both is more editorial. So uh-huh. a lot of those type of realtors, they don't like the. I'm gonna call it EDM roller coaster. I don't care. They don't like that EDM roller coaster <laughs> at EDM all. EDM roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> that's you're gonna have so many haters. Katie, I don't care. Yeah, the speed ramps and everything. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very seamless. Like if they hire me for a photo and they hire someone else to do roller coasters, it doesn't translate well. Right. The thing is, the thing is the following: the the flashier the video is the more eyeballs got at least on um, photographers, but is it, is it the, our, our home buyers going to appreciate it? Yeah. You I can't see much I when it's that. I fun. don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, you well have the so. Matterport and different things. Well, we but don't, yeah. you, but with the videos aren't made for homeowners. Exactly. I mean, you know, they're made for, to market the realtors. What markets the realtor better? And, and I think that, cause that's how we think about our business, right? Is for us. And I'm just speaking for us is that uh, like, we don't market real estate. We market realtors. What is the most effective way to market realtors? Is it the flashy EDM roller coaster, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that pops on Instagram or is it that kind of more understated, slower, 
uh, editorial style video? And I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's just trying to figure out in your marketplace what is going to make those clients stand out. And I think in Los Angeles, and, and clearly because you've been able to grow your business so much in just two years, is that um, that is working for you. And, and, but I don't think that every market is necessarily going to be the same. And, and as someone who grew up in a non-urban area, it's just like there's not, and things are different now. There's the internet, you know, the, the trends and stuff flies so much faster than it ever used to. But that like, but I still think in a lot of areas that EDM roller coaster is probably hasn't even hit yet in certain areas. And they're like, you know, so it's like we, you know, we all have to work through that. And, you know, places like LA or New York or Paris or, you know, London or wherever are going to be on that leading edge of what's going to be popular. Um, So, so I wonder if like, if we tried to do what you're doing, how that would play here. And I think it would play really well in our County with a certain type with, you know, that, 5% 5% of our clients, but yeah. most of our clients, probably not. What I realized that the, my clients that appreciate that the most are older realtors. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because it's more, uh, to see everything clearly and slowly. And also mm-hmm. the type of music I choose yes. mostly jazz, right. you know, they love this right. stuff. They love this <laughs> nice. jazz music right. and it's slower. It's easier <laughs> for them to feel. I barely right. get any younger realtors. They don't appreciate that at all. And oh, I think especially so, right. here for you, mm-hmm. the style is more classic. You choose a upscale music. It's mm-hmm. slower. I think it's going to be a hit here. Oh, I don't know. Well, it's funny because I was thinking that of those style videos more for, you know, we have this subset of realtors who are like, you know, and there's a lot of people here who used to live in LA and have moved up and, they, you know, they used to work in fashion or they used to work whatever. But they're, they're, it's those realtors who are already asking us for more of the editorial shots that oh, I think wow. that would, that would exactly. That would play well with, but and and for us, it's usually more of you know females between thirty five and fifty in a you know a, a certain like kind of designy demographic. It's not that many that we have, but you know we do have them. But but uh, to be honest, I think the EDM roller coaster trend uh, is just a trend because yeah. if you watch movies, the aesthetic is n- is not is not right. that. Or, or you see I don't it. have time to watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch my, many movies, but <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, how yeah, they're yeah. like. Yeah. No, but I, I think it's just a trend. I, uh, like it was a pure HDR photography 15 years ago. Like, right. Well, uh, we've looped back. We're just doing pure HDR photography right now. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you, uh, I'm sure you do it better than, but than yeah, back but in the day, right? Yeah, 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 no, of course. Right? But it's a, business, refined, right? it's a business yeah, decision, yeah, yeah. not an aesthetic decision. But uh, so, yeah. I, I, I see 10 years ago, flash photography was so popular, right? right Seeing right. the flash, like right. the effect. I think ADM roller coaster video is just a trend. All right, yeah. all right. But do you, but you, so you think like the kind of classic, uh, well, or the, you know, just slower paced videos. Think about it. Ju- gimbals, uh, started, uh, the first gimbal was introduced like 10 years ago or so by mm-hmm. Movi. Right. Yeah. Uh, free fly. And s- since then it's crazy. Right. But there was theory ca- aesthetic and before and everything. Uh, right. Right. It right. Got but crazy from high end. Yeah. Right. It, so, yeah. It, g- it got crazy from, g- from gimbal. So I think it's just a trend. Yeah. It's, it's well, the, the the one thing that I think that you know having those slower paced videos that that that, it, that it's a little tougher to see is in in our core product of that thirty to forty five second video. If you are if you're not doing all that speed ramping, if you're not, then it's it's maybe a little harder to see as much of the house that and 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 that goes against what I was saying is we're marketing realtors, but I, I, you do have to show the house. Um, can we fit enough shots in? You know, yeah, I do have shorter clips. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, um, in Arturo Lauren, we we use gimbals in every project. But uh-huh. one thing is to use a gimbal, and one thing is to use a gimbal like an 
uh, 80 miles per hour, you know, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and it really, I think, uh, you know, for, for anyone listening, it just really goes back to what you think your clients want. And I know we have specific clients who are asking, like, no, I want to, like, I want you to go through the whole house in one take, and I just want to speed it. You know, they want that. And, and of course, we just got the, the FPV drone, the DJI Vada. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we're, because we have clients who are like, I want that video where it flies up and it flies in through the front door, and then it goes yeah, through yeah, the house yeah. and flies out the back all in one take. And it's like, all right, we'll do it. You know, and, and, and I like, I really think that is a trend, but it's like, let's get on it because we can make a few thousand bucks yeah, on that trend right now. So I guess like the right tool for the job, right? Yes, ex exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It um, comes to that. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't know. I, like every market is going to be different. So I think, exactly. you know, all these things are like, I think the, the bigger maybe advice or the the thing that we can learn from you all is like figuring out what your market wants or or maybe demonstrating something that you I think your market will want because it is it is up to us because we are the experts in in this field yeah. and it's up to, us, uh, up to us to show our clients what we think will work in the in the marketplace exactly and to shape the kind of client that you have i par right. i probably would have turned down that job to do that because it just doesn't fit with the rest of our work so which the, oh the fpv jobs yeah yeah I, yeah. Um, yeah well no and, and that's, they wouldn't i, think that's, I don't that's think that's really they would good. i don't i don't think they would even come to me in the first right. place because right. maybe they see that everything is um it's just different style yeah. I, I barely use edm music or different things so right yeah right and that's electronic dance music for anyone over <laughs> who's listening to this podcast yeah. you know yeah. um but it is you know um when i started photography i was influenced by art in europe i was influenced by art i was yeah. in uh, i was studying in art school and well you're uh, i mean uh, you're european you're much more sophisticated <laughs> yeah than, i mean than, than when when i started saying, seeing yeah. um, i'm honest when i started yeah. seeing american photography they, they were so flashy so yeah, colorful course. i yeah. was you well, know. now you live in LA, baby. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> get with the program. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like we 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 like to mix different uh, styles, different influences. Yeah, right? well, and no, and, and yeah. it works for you. I, and and that's the thing is like ha being true to who you are. If, I mean, if you you bring your experience to it, and I think that's gonna like that like that is so key is to because if you are trying to like do the FPV stuff and your heart's not in it, then it's just not yeah, gonna work exactly. for you anyway. You know, and if you had one staff member who was like super into it, like our guys who shoot video are like, oh, yeah, let me get my hands on this. Th that's awesome like, to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah exactly. Yeah. Then it's like, well, let's yeah. do it because it, it excites our staff. It excites, you know, our clients are excited about it. And it's like, I don't, you know, I don't really care. I mean, whatever. I, and that's it. I'm at a point where like I'm trying not to like um, put my own personal biases on what we what we produce because I'm really started trying to think of it as like let's give our clients what they need and exactly. want. And so, yeah. and I don't like, spoiler alert, I don't really like real estate videos. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't want to like, I'm not having, I, I can't remember the last one of ours that I watched even because I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, and it, like, it, it's like not a hobby of mine to watch them. You know, we do our quality control and everything. And so I do care. I'm just focused on other stuff, but it's like, I like, I, I don't know. I've, I've really worked hard on taking my ego out of the business mm -hmm. and, and just giving, and I think, for better or for worse. I, I mean, I, I probably, I would say I probably prefer the photos you guys do. Like for personally, like I like, like that style better than the straight real estate style. And I think, you know, we, we, I think we do good work and uh, we have talented people, myself and Mark and all of our staff, but you know, it's also, we're like working within that genre. 
So, you know, that's, that's what, that's what we produce and that's that's what our clients want and expect. But, but I do think though, it is a really good thing to, to sit back occasionally and look at it and think about it. And it's like, Hey, where can we go? Because you don't want to be behind the trends. You want to be ahead of them. So Uh, how do you see the market in five years? What market? The real estate estate photography and video market. How do you see in five years? I asked the questions here, Arturo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a hard one. I, I, you know, I think that, like, in stylistically or, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, whole, I, I, I haven't spent that much time thinking about it, and I probably should. Um, but I think that um, you're probably going to see have to see more differentiation because if everyone is doing everything the same and, and you see it like I, now I'm following all these different, you know, real estate photographers all over since we started the podcast and you're like, Hey man, we're all kind of doing the same thing and shit, you're just shooting houses and what we're, you know, how many ways can you skin the cat, right? You, there's only so much you can do, but th- I think there's going to be this moment where the realtors are going to have to do you know, more, I, I think as we go forward, they're going to have to do more personal things. And I think that's going to tie back to, I think also one of the things that you're going to end up talking about is as you're talking about doing these reels and stuff, th- you have to have some sort of personality in there. And the realtors are, we're going to have to find ways to help the realtors bring their personality into the, into the materials that we produce. And, and that can be from the photos and like, like you're, you're saying like having, um, the certain name, cause uh, I, maybe we were talking about that off air, but of where, um, you know, you're finding that the single point perspective and, uh, you know, the editorial style shots are what your clients are wanting, but that sets them apart from most of their competitors, even in LA. Right. So uh, we could see more of that type of thing. And it's easier to do that with video. It's harder with photos. There's only so many ways you can do the photos. Exactly. I mean, do you, where do you see it? I mean, um, I, I, I've been afraid, not afraid, but I, I was, my point a few months ago was like VR and e- AR uh-huh. is going to e- eat everything. But I talked I talk to a friend that is a 3D rendering guy mm-hmm. that sh- uh, does uh, rendering for home. Uh, he creates homes. And he, w- he gave me an inter- interesting angle. He said that he should be more afraid than us because the AI is gonna he's gonna do his work oh uh-huh. y- you know and right. yeah maybe he's gonna be less necessary in the future to right. a certain degree yeah okay. right but photography is o- o- and videography is o- always the end product so right he said that you shouldn't be so worried about it o- of course you know some clients are gonna publish the the renderings uh, and they're not gonna want a photographer right. because renders gonna get better of course but he, yeah but I someone has to make the renderings. Uh, yeah. Someone has to you know, like capture the, the, the information for that. Yeah. So, And I think that, you know, we want to be on top of that, too. How, Exa- yeah. How do you see it? And I think to your point, uh, especially with so many editors flooding our <laughs> inboxes yes, nonstop, yes, right. we really have to double down on differentiation. And, <laughs> I mean, a lot of photographers, the, the photos look exactly the same. Yes. And I think with Matterport coming in, you're... Every s- then you just you know beat on price and I right. personally like you know I um one of my photographers came up to me and was like why don't we just do commercial floor plans or something and I told her I'm not ab- absolutely not getting into that because whenever a company can come in and do a floor plan for a cheaper price they're gonna demolish us right so everything that we have to do has to be at least some different ri- differentiation with branding and our artistic value and I think photographers at least from what i see on the facebook groups are too focused on 
things that don't they don't fend, they don't spend enough time on learning about branding and differentiating themselves and they're always like oh this realtor goes to someone else and they feel like mad about it. I'm like but what are you doing to set yourself apart you know yeah. and they're not doing this you just yeah. Matterport is just a commodity and the exactly end of the day. like yeah. so yeah. many services are commodities exactly well and here's here's would be my answer to that and and um I recently had a conversation with our business advisor Jeff friend of the podcast that everyone knows um and the and I think the biggest differentiator you can do, and I think y- the content can be there, you know, all that stuff you're talking about. But when what you really want to th- consider and think about is how does your client feel after they've worked with you? That is what will set you apart. So not only is it about the content you create, but it's about the experience they have working with you. And it, and and that doesn't mean that it has to be touchy feely. That the, you know they have to think of you as a friend. It just means that from beginning to end, their experience is like it's easy to order. It's uh, I get a wonderful product. It's a fair price. It's a pay. You know whatever these things are. Oh, uh, their customer service is amazing. It's how do they feel? Do they f- do they because if they feel like it's too expensive or they feel like, oh, I had to wait or you know, whatever, all these things, then that creates loyalty. So it's even less about that the, the content you produce. I mean, it is. That's a big part of how it feels. But the more you can create an experience that your client is going to uh, want to come back for, that's going to set you apart. I totally agree with you. And actually, that's what brand is. Brand is your gut feeling towards a product or a service. Right. You have a gut feeling towards Starbucks. You have a gut feeling towards Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's a th- it's a whole package thing. It's not just the product. Right. How's a yeah. gut feeling for Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going on there. The first thing you want to look, no. you go on there. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Wow. Okay. I think it's time for some action. We've had enough talk. Mm-hmm. It is now time for action. So, I, I, like, you're both esteemed guests. I'm going to, you can decide amongst you who wants to go first on our action items. So oh, it's Lauren. All right. <laughs> Lauren is first. So, mine is something to think about sales a bit outside of the box. Okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I was thinking about, um, I mean, the first thing that I wish I did earlier was to keep track of every single realtor that has followed us. Cause that is someone oh, that already appreciates uh-huh. our work. Okay. I mean, for them to click that follow button, it means something. They've seen yeah. our work, they like it. So I've outsourced and hired someone to go through all my followers and to How many followers data mine. I don't know, like 5,000 yeah, or something. I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. We have a similar amount. Yeah. 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 Um, and to go through and then, uh, you know, write out what they're work, uh, who they're working for, their emails, everything. Oh, and wow. then, then I can do a follow job. up and oh. say, um, look, I mean, you already like our work. I right. mean, it's Why less aren't of a you sale. Using us? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, w- it's, a, it's what we'd call a warm lead. Exactly. And then the other thing that came to my mind recently was, Obviously, oh, action item yeah. one B. All right, yeah, nice. uh-huh. <laughs> the two. That's good. That's fine. Yeah. We love it. Is um, the re- the realtors that were on the buyer side have seen our photos ah. so many times, and being and just emailing them. So I'm tr- now trying to find the person to go through and look through. I mean, probably the last three months that mm-hmm. we've shot and are right. sold now. I'm like, hey, remember that shoot that you sold? we were the photographers and that actually was successful because they already i mean they're already posting on their instagram and just to saying oh we shot that not only does right. that they've seen it many times they know that the realtor that they work with has worked with us so it's proof of service right. and business well, you, well and i just thought too you could hit them up for like 
you know, do you want a just sold photo? You want to license one of these photos for your marketing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Those are good. See, nice. you guys are smart. Okay. Arturo, you got big, I mean, I that's, <laughs> like, you can be able to top those? I, I have also two. <laughs> oh my god the, the first well we got two people and <laughs> you know, double the action items <laughs> no the first one is to uh for interior and architecture videos okay is to flip flip uh how how you think about it and instead of making the camera move on every shot uh the the more static the 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 most beautiful it looks sometimes because Ooh. if the subject is good if the angle is good if the light is good you can you can make if the if the scene is moving moving by itself. If you have a, f- a building facade with people crossing mm-hmm. around, you don't need to move the camera sometimes. So our, so your action item is in action actually. Well, and that's uh, and Arturo, congratulations in the history of this podcast. The user is the first um, uh, one about actual shooting technique. So oh, that's uh, that's great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm so hands on with the thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and sometimes you know, um, a, ta- a subtle time time lapse with the static camera, oh, like uh-huh. seeing the path of, of the light, seeing the clouds moving, the sure. people crossing uh, in a facade. You know, that's all you need sometimes to see to capture the uh, essence of the place without being boring. Yeah. And uh, uh, also, uh, in the 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 creator of the project to speak about the project. You know, it's all you need sometimes. It's it's simpler than people think. Okay. Yeah. And the se- second uh, action item that uh, just came to my mm-hmm. mind a few minutes Let's ago. That uh, I think for m- most bini- businesses, we have to think ourselves as media company first. Like create content. Uh, not because not not only like personal projects. Uh, personal projects are great, but you know. Inter- uh, as you do interviewing mm-hmm. people, um, creating tips for the, the industry. That I think that's great. Uh, th- that's a thing that is it's a uh, it requires time, but right. I think it's, it's essential these days to stand out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, nice. Okay, here we go. My action item <laughs> is this. And this is our last of our special PMRE episodes. And so I'm going to do maybe one of the more obvious action items that you could have. And it's, you should attend PMRE. And it's too late for you this year. But by the time this comes out, it will be, I think, I know, uh, it's completely sold out. But start thinking about next year's conference. It's going to be in November. It's going to be in Las Vegas again, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, But I think, and the proof positive, like we met last year like just going there oh, and and I feel like this podcast and 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 me speaking at, at at the conference this year all came out of just going there and that being there opening yourself up to other people making connections within the industry can do nothing but actually help your business it's not that even that expensive to go and I think it's worth every single penny there the the relationships that you form and the stuff that you learn is second to none, and and I think anyone who wants to grow their business should really, really be there. So 2023, get your ass there, do it. Lauren, Arturo, thank you very much. Thank you, you made the drive up, it's like an hour and a half, not the worst drive in the world, but um, it, it, was, it was a thing to come up. So really appreciate you guys, and I'm happy, I'm excited to hang out with a you pleasure. in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, thank you so much, I really you're, enjoyed You're so this. great. Yeah. Oh, appreciate it. All right, boom.
Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Media. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and recorded, edited, and mixed by Marco Guerrero. We're so happy you listened today and really hope you'll listen to the next one too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to do any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything.